What's up, my fellow Clock Dodgers? I have something I want to share with you. So you're staring at your weekly fantasy opponent and thinking to yourself, I would love to challenge just one of his players, not his entire team. But your fantasy sports service doesn't allow you to. Now you can on the all-new No Halftime app. The No Halftime app allows you to create individual challenges using players or teams. For example, you can put Steph Curry versus Russell Westbrook, Paul George versus LeBron James, or you can get all crazy like me and do DeMarcus Cousins versus John Wall. Creating a challenge takes seconds, and accepting challenges is even easier. No Halftime challenges can be private or public and creative for the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, college football, college basketball, and other sports. Join today and get started. Real money and fantasy supremacy await you. Visit NoHalftime.com for more information and to download the No Halftime app for your iPhone. Receive a special Clock Dodgers bonus of $10 by entering the promo code CLOCK at sign up. No Halftime, where the fantasy sports season never takes a break. All right, so I have a special guest with me today. I have on the line Bruce from No Halftime. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Bruce. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. That's awesome. Good to be here. All right, good. So for those who don't know, Bruce is with No Halftime, uh, which is a DFS app where instead of building, you know, lineup versus lineup, you can challenge your friends or challenge random people to player versus player, uh, which you know, is it is a different angle for DFS, and I actually enjoy it a lot. I, I like that that different aspect of it. Um, so the first thing I need to know, and for the listeners to know, is what what moment or what conversation kind of inspired this? Like, what brought this about? <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I I would actually say we've me and the other guys we've been working on uh, fantasy. Uh, when I say working on fantasy, like we've kind of had this idea in the back of our minds. Like we, you know, for the longest time, we used to just kind of challenge each other um, in our fantasy football league, or, you know, we would create like side bets that, Hey, I think this guy is going to do better than that guy. Or I think this guy um, is going to have a better fantasy season than some other dude. Um, so we naturally, I, we came to a point where we said, Hey, you know, let's just turn this turn this into an app. I don't know if there was I don't think there was like one specific like moment, but it was just kind of like you know I think a, a culmination of just like you know fantasy challenges or you know guys saying hey I think that you know you know this quarterback is gonna do better than that quarterback. And also I'm a, a huge uh, LeBron hater, so you know, <laughs> I, I got. Uh, so I, I used to challenge uh, one of the guys or one of the other founders with all kinds of you know other challenges. Like, hey, I think you know this guy is going to do better than than LeBron. Um, and uh, so yeah, we kind of naturally came to this point where we said, hey, let, let's let's make this into an app and um, let's see if other people will enjoy it too. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know the the personal vibe you get from it, where like yeah. um, you know with other apps you feel like. You know, it's me versus the world or, you know, me versus thousands and thousands of people. And I enjoy like the me versus you element that yeah, that, that it yeah. captures. Yeah. You know, I, I um, I'm a I, I've been playing fantasy sports for, uh, man, 20, 20 years. I was playing fantasy sports back when it was paper, pencil. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, those days. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, the last few years when, you know, they started coming out with these new uh, FanDuel DraftKings concepts, you know, I tried to play them. And, you know, they're okay. Um, but th- there was just an element that was just missing from it. You know, I didn't really enjoy it as much because I- I'm so used to the social element to it. You know, the the, the-, the piece where it feels like I'm going against someone. Right. I feel like I'm going head-to-head, you know, against someone else where, you know, like, you know, DraftKings and, and FanDuel, it's just you against the world. You know, you-, you there's no bragging rights there. There's There's no, you know... Hey, you know, I, you know, I did this and, you know, um, you know, so I, we, we kind of said, Hey, you know what we're going to do, we're going to take it to another level, you know? And, uh, I think that's what, I think that's what no halftime kind of represents. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, those, those guys have their lane of course, but like you yeah. said, you know, when you, when you play those and you win, it's like, no one cares to hear about it after the <laughs> fact, like your friends, it's kind of like when you win in a fantasy league and no one else is in it, like no one wants to hear about it unless they're in it, you know? So, exactly, exactly. so with this, you you know, you got your, you know, a loudmouth friend or this guy who's a diehard hater of a certain player, like you said, sort of, and, and you can tell him, put your money where your mouth is, you know what I mean? Just just yeah. me versus you, one versus one, you know what I mean? And put the yeah. players up versus each other. So I think that's a, a super cool dynamic, you know, to yeah. the app. And it's what separates you guys, obviously, from, you know, from the rest. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny. We, um like, we would, uh with our face league, so, we're, you know, we're, we're in the same fancy football league right uh, me and the guys and again i would find myself like you know every sunday like looking at my buddy's lineup and say hey look i think this guy is gonna do better than that guy you may win this week but i know i know my quarterback is gonna outplay your quarterback or my tight end uh is gonna outplay your tight end so yeah it, it man i tell you being able to talk smack and you know actually win some money it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, cool. And, and and what about even not your friends? What if you're at like a bar or yeah. something? You know what I mean? Just tell exactly. a guy, hey, listen, you really feel that way? Download this <laughs> app right now and let's put you know put it on it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think it's cool, man. It's you know like I said, it's so much different from the other guys. You guys, you know, yeah. you could have did the same thing they did and just called it something different, but you know, you guys exactly. took it to that next level. And like I said. We all want to feel connected. We all like to, you know, th- that team aspect, that family aspect. And I feel like that's what this captures, you know, that the other ones don't. So, you know, it's really cool. And yeah. and, and since I've been using it, you know, I've been doing that, that exact thing, you know, challenging people directly. I, I accept the random challenges, too. Those are fun, too, because, you know, oh, okay. it, it's always interesting to you to think like, you know, what is this? Where is this guy? You know, what does he think? What's his logic? You feel like he's so certain about this that I feel like I want to challenge him and beat him at that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, it makes it so personal. Like, I can't help yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure, for sure. So, so, Neil, where where in the world are you? Are you uh, are you down in Florida? Are yeah. You down in Texas? I'm in West Palm oh, Beach, okay. Florida. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's down to sunny, sunny, uh, sunny Florida. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. and you're in New York, right? I am. I am in uh, snowy New York right now. <laughs> um, yeah, there's uh, there's a few flakes of snow on the ground, and uh, the roads are some uh, very icy these days. So, so yeah. And where in New York are you at? Uh, I'm actually in. Uh, are you familiar with Rochester, New York? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's not definitely not New York City, but um, you know, it's uh, it's still part of New York. You know, it's funny. Whenever I would tell people uh, I'm from New York, they're like, "Oh, New York City." I'm like, "No." That's. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, that's so sad for you." <laughs> yeah, see, it's the only place that everybody knows or you know wants to yeah. be at. It's funny. I think so. I think that, yeah, that's what it is. So. Yeah, I'm actually going up there. I think in J- July, I have a family oh, okay. wedding to go to, but they live in uh, Huntington on Long Island. 
Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you so that's that's kind of the only place I've really <laughs> been in New York besides the city, of course, where everyone's been, yeah, I think, at some yeah, point yeah. or another. Um, speaking of New York, you're a Knicks fan, right? Ah, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Okay, I've so been... they have a lot going on right now, the Knicks, right? I mean, coaching yeah. changes, they have, you know, Melo still there, kind of, he's kind of a different player now, you know, he's been passing a lot, helping, it almost seems like helping the, the young guys grow. You have a lot of young talent that, you know, Porzingis, of course, everyone knows, but there's yeah. guys like Galloway, um, Grant you know, a bunch of guys yep. are, that are upcoming. And I feel like Melo has kind of changed a little bit in a way that he feels like, okay, maybe I have to be unselfish. Maybe these guys can help me a little more, you know? So here, here's what I want to do. You being the Knicks fan, I'm handing uh-huh. you a crystal ball, right? Okay. You okay. tell me what, when you look into it in the next three to five years, what do you see happening to the New York Knicks? Where do you see this oh, thing wow. going? Wow. All right, that, that's a that's a great question. That's a great question. I think I think it could go a number of different ways. I think the the more likely scenario is this. I think this summer the Knicks uh, don't hire uh, the best coach available. I think Phil Jackson is so in love with the triangle that he goes and gets uh, either keeps Kurt Rambis or gets uh, another coach from his shrub, his his coaching shrub. Um, and, uh, that, that, that can teach or that can coach the triangle. Um, and they, I think they strike out in free agency. Um, so with that, with all that said, my, my, my guess is that by, by next February, Carmelo Anthony is going to be requesting a trade Mm -hmm. and the Knicks are going to have to start, uh, from the bottom. Uh, I think I think you, you look around the league, it's a point guard driven league, right? You know, you got the Damian Lillards, the Russell Westbrooks, the Steph Curry's. Right. Uh, and then you look at the Knicks, we got Jose Calderon <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's not going to get it done. No. So, and, and, yeah. And the triangle, it's not it's not very I don't want to say it's not point guard friendly, but for the way these guys play now, it's pick and roll. You know, it, it's you know it's high ball screen. It's it's off ball action. Um, and the way the Knicks currently run the triangle, if I'm a point guard, I'm not going to New York. I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, Rondo the other day said, you know, they play, they, you know, they play a scheme that doesn't really fit my game. And then, you know, obviously Derek Fisher, you know, kind of in the press, kind of, you know, responded back, kind of snipey. And, you know, ultimately, you know, Phil Jackson, you know, did away with, uh, with, uh, with Fisher. But I don't think the Knicks get a top point guard this summer. And right. honestly, the well, only, and, and, and the triangle is an offense that I mean, it's not really anybody's game, right? I mean, no, not not many kids come up trying that system yeah. like to make it their background, right? I mean, to make it their foundation at least. You're right. You're right. I, I think not not a lot of people actually know, um, you know, what the triangle is or, or you know how to actually run it. But you know, you'd be surprised as to how many teams actually run. Uh, triangle action in their offense or some form of it like the, like Golden State they actually run a lot of triangle pieces but it's they've masked they it's actually morphed in a way where it's beautiful basketball right you watch you watch the you watch Golden State play and they're running the triangle but it's it's the triangle times 20 like there's so much off ball action yeah. that man it, it's it's beautiful to watch 
and it brings out you know the best in Steph Curry in that offense. Whereas what the what the Knicks are running, it's robotic. It's you know I remember I went to a game, um, we, you know, and I could literally tell you exactly what they were gonna do play by play, wow. action by action. And if if I'm a regular casual fan, if I can tell you what they're gonna do, obviously the the players are gonna know. Right, your opponent knows. Exactly. Um, but but getting back to it, I, I think what's going to happen over the next few years, I think the Knicks strike out in free agency this summer. Uh, I think Carmelo uh, will waive his no trade clause because he sees that, hey, look, the, the Knicks aren't going to win um, anytime soon. And I think, you know, the the Knicks end up trading him. Um, so, so do you feel like it's a, it's a rebuild then at this point? I mean, if Carmelo is gone. Do you yeah. feel like you guys are starting all over again, or do you feel like it'll be a quick turnaround? No, I, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't. I don't think it'll be a quick turnaround. And and you know, honestly, I don't know if I necessarily want a quick turnaround. And what I mean by that is, um, I think uh, the Knicks over the last fifteen years, because they've been bad, man. They've literally been a bad basura for the the last you know fifteen years since uh, Jim Dolan took over. They've been a dumpster fire. Um, and they've tried to do these quick fixes, right? They would trade away draft picks to get some, you know, aging superstar or, you know, some savior, and it hasn't worked. It has not worked. So I want a quick turnaround, but I want them to have a plan and build through the draft. I want them to, to develop their talent. Honestly, and this is this is a crazy stat. The last New York Nick to, re, to re-sign as a rookie after the rookie contract was Charlie Ward. Wow. Think about that. Think about that. If you if you know about the Knicks, Charlie Ward was one of the last Knicks to re-sign uh, a deal after the rookie contract. That's pretty amazing. That, that's actually a crazy stat. That's crazy. That that tells you that these guys for the last 15 years have said, you know what? They've given the big middle finger to, to player development, uh, to young player development, and they've focused so much on bringing the next savior. You know, they... And I really, really want them to come up with a plan and and just build. Look, I mean, they say in New York you can't you can't actually, you know, the fans won't stand for a rebuild. That's a that's a farce. That's a farce. Yeah, you know, that's not I, true. I, yeah, I would love and I actually I think most most fans would love to watch uh their team have a plan, draft some young rookies that have potential and then watch them grow. Who wouldn't who wouldn't love that? Yeah. I, I, who's well, who's I mean, a, who's, your you know, best, who's your basketball s- team? Speaking on that, I'm, I'm a Magic fan, so I'm oh, kind of in that situation right <laughs> oh. now. Obviously, we're not very good, but it seems yeah. like the general manager Rob Hennigan has added, you know, young talent after young talent yeah. after young talent, and it almost gets to a point where we have too much young talent. So obviously, they just traded away Harris, um, yeah. you know, which you know I know he's a New York guy actually too, but um, it's yes, like. I, I enjoy watching them regardless because of the fact that they're young. You know what I mean? So I, I always yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, well, th- these guys can become special at some point. But I still, yeah. being a Magic fan and watching this, you know, this transition, because it's been kind of a long process, even though they have a bunch of young guys, it's been kind of a build yeah. up here. And I I almost get to a point where I'm like, can you win without a superstar? You know what I mean? Like if one of these guys don't become a superstar, can we actually win without one? It, 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 it's almost like, you know, when we play Curry the other night, when we played the Thunder, you know, it's like, no matter how much your young guys fight, that one yeah. guy on the other team always steps up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know that that's that's a great a great great question. I, I think I think the answer is no, 
I don't know. You, look, you, you can you can definitely uh, win. Uh, you can definitely be greater than 500. You, you can be a greater than 500 club with a bunch of young, talented players. But in order for you in this day and age in the NBA to take that next step to you know the next level, you you gotta have you gotta have that superstar. So so one of those if it's Oladipo or the the, the kid they just drafted this year, one of those guys has to turn into a superstar. One of them has to turn into a superstar, um, or or you're just gonna be 500 and playing tough scrappy basketball yeah because... <laughs> and then you see these young guys who you who you watch for a few years and you waited for them to blossom then you start shipping them out and you're like oh man we're doing this all over again you know what i mean yeah so and, and you know it's funny like orlando they're not a team that can really um they're not a team that i don't think they can attract like the superstar free agents right so they they have no choice but to build through the draft and, right. and to go overseas and get guys um so you know they they yeah so you, you actually your your re, your rebuilds will probably take a lot longer than a, a new york a new york rebuild right take i mean and, and they've gotten some free agents in the past you know they brought mcgrady in you know hill that one year yeah um they were yeah. close to getting tim duncan actually a lot of people don't know that they were trying to get all three in that one you know year but they didn't mm. obviously get duncan but um you know they they, they get guys sometimes but either you know if they don't win right away they tend to leave you know quickly yeah. it's not like they stick around like you know these guys stay in there eight ten years <laughs> they don't they're not going to do that in orlando more than likely yeah um so it, it, you know it's an interesting situation um you know both of our I've teams to, are kind of in a quandary i've been to orlando and i wouldn't stick around if i lived there too. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I i've been down there for a couple of conferences and uh some vacations and yeah, no, I'm not. I wouldn't. Not a fan. Well, you did mention. Um, I wanted to kind of stay in basketball, but you did mention Steph Curry a little earlier. Uh, this guy is oh. getting a lot of flack right now. You know, oh. um, so you, you mentioned beautiful basketball, and what's funny is a lot of people are very upset with the way Golden State plays basketball. Um, really, I've really? actually heard what? people say to me, "I can't stand watching this guy hit threes all day. Like this isn't basketball." What? And I'm like, oh my god, uh, you know. And there, and now a lot of people are saying, you know, he's arrogant, he's cocky, he's dancing around. It's almost like he's getting the Cam Newton treatment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. The guy's, the guy's balling out of his mind. Like, if you watch him, yeah. I don't understand how you're not impressed, how you're not, you know, in awe while you watch him. But what do you think about kind of that idea that people are saying? Where it's like, is he changing the game? Is it coming? You know, is he, is he yeah. bringing on a whole new era? You know, what do you, what do you feel about Steph Curry right now? I think it's an interesting thing that's happening in front of our eyes. Uh, dude, you know what? So I'm, I'm going to say, I got, I got a few points about that. One, we're witnessing something beautiful. When this kid gets out there, like I, we've never seen a player do what he's done. Like when he goes out there, it is, it's, it's Jordan esque, but just on a different level. Like he goes out there and, he hits these three it's like a video game it's, i feel like when i watch him like i'm playing nba live 95 like i know i know the exact spots on the court to hit that, to shoot that three pointer yep. and i know it's going in every single time when you when when he shoots the basketball you expect the ball to go in like yeah. when he shoots it you, it's like you expect it to go in and honestly if i hit 10 three pointers in a game and i score 51 points i'd be a little cocky too yeah, you know, i'd you do know? a little shimmy i I I stick my tongue out, you know. I I probably get I probably do a little uh I don't know what's the what's the dance these, these days are they, are they still doing the hyphy? Uh, I don't know. You know they change it every day, man. <laughs> they change it every day. 
But yeah, and, and, with, and with Curry, it's crazy because literally uh, during the, I was watching the Magic game obviously the other day with him and and yeah. you know when he he took a shot at one point from half court before the buzzer mm-hmm. and it's like I expected that to go in and it did yeah you know what I mean yeah. it's like it yeah. t- to me him taking a half court shot is not like oh I'm just throwing it up you know what I mean like this dude when he takes a half court shot it's like it's normal to him <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. I'm like this guy's practicing three point half court shots all day or something like it, it's literally. <laughs> normal it, like there's no effort in it it's not like he's like just tossing it up like he literally looks like he knows what he's doing when he shoots it it's from half crazy. court <laughs> dude i tell you what I, I don't know how he practices this stuff but he literally i mean we're watching we're watching the evolution of basketball as we know it as we know it i mean i, I you know it's funny i listened to um isaiah thomas and, and oscar robinson the other day like basically uh throw dirt on Steph Curry. I don't know if you've heard heard the, like some of the recent stuff that has come out lately about these guys and they kind of throw a little bit of dirt on Steph Curry saying yeah, that I've heard it. If, it, yeah, if he played in their era, they would like press him at half court. They'd press him at you know, like stop it, stop it. Like, the dudes look. are pressing him. They are pressing him. Yeah, exactly. He's hitting daggers exactly. in their face. You know what I mean? It's not like he's doing <laughs> exactly. this, you know, from from with you know, free range. I mean, this this dude has people in his hand hands in his face and he's hitting them. Exactly. exactly. Dude, and, and even if and even if you press him, if you press him at the three point line, he's going to run right by you. There's yep. no stopping Steph Curry from getting to the hole. Yeah, I, dude, I, what he's doing. Look, um, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, actually one of the guys that um, that's one of the founders of No Halftime, and he asked me if I had to if I had to pick a team uh, from like all the NBA greats of all time, uh, if besides Michael Jordan, who would that next player be? And it would be Steph Curry, and it's not even a question. It'd be Steph Curry. Wow. What he does out there is crazy, crazy. I mean, what do you, what do you think? If you if you had to, um, right now, uh, pick a player uh, besides Michael Jordan, uh, if you're going to start a, a an NBA team, who would you who would you, who would you go with? Who would you go with? <laughs> well, I mean, Curry's definitely up there. I, yeah. I personally, I think I would yeah. go with Shaq. You go Shaq. Yeah, I just think nah. he was so <laughs> dominating, man. You know, on defense, yeah. in the paint, and he he changed every team he ever went to. It was clear yeah. that he was the game changer. You know, the guy that pushed it over the top. And I just feel like he affected both sides of the court so much. You know, um, yeah. not that Steph Curry is terrible on defense. I just feel like you know, obviously he's not Shaq on defense. Um, yeah, of course. Of so course. you know, it's a but it's, but you can't go wrong with any of them, so, obviously. So, so, so let me let me ask you this then. So let. If, if Shaq played, uh, let's say Shaq played on uh, Team X and he played against the Warriors, would Shaq be able to stay on the court? I think the answer is no. I don't think you could keep Shaq. Like, I don't think a player like Shaq could actually stay on the court. He would Listen, he would dominate Draymond Green in the low post for sure. But the, at the rate that the, the Warriors shoot threes, I don't think, I don't think Shaq could play. I don't think he could play extended minutes uh, and run up and down the court with these guys. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, let me tell you this. I I watched the game that um, the Warriors played against the Spurs. The Spurs played big, but in that game, the last game they played uh, where the Warriors just like, they, they just ate their lunch. The Warriors, Marcus Aldridge could not stay on the court because he won. He couldn't keep up Two on defense. He, he started to become a liability. And he's not, and he's not a shabby defender. I mean, he's not a great defender, but he's also not a shabby defender. Uh, and they, they were forced to go small to keep up with the Warriors. There's no way. 
there's no way you can and even even in the finals last year, uh, you know, when you have Mozgov, even though he played well, that you couldn't keep him on the floor against the Warriors. Right. You couldn't do it. You couldn't. And so so I would actually say if you pick the right team, a guy like Shaq would get neutralized or not neutralized, but he would he would have less to, effective. He, you're saying than Curry. Yeah, would be. exactly. 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 And, 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 and like I said, we can't go wrong with either one of these guys. And the crazy thing mm. is we're talking about Curry with Jordan and Shaq right now. I mean, he's in he, he's in that conversation and people don't want to put him there. You know what I mean? And, but, right. but he is in right. that conversation. You can't take him out of it. You know, I don't care if you don't like his game. I don't care if you don't like his antics on the court, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, he's in that conversation already and you can't stop that. You know what I mean? And it's so, like. I just don't understand the, the 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 straight up hate for it unless obviously he's you know he's killing your team you know I guess you're, exactly, you're mad about exactly. it. Did, did you did you hear the one quote? I gotta tell you the funniest quote I heard from Steph Curry was when he said um, the first game back in Cleveland and he was like I, you know I'm familiar with the locker room I hope it still smells like champagne. Oh yes yes. That, <laughs> that was a classic. And I love line. that stuff, man. I don't care, I man. Love it. Like, I love it. These guys are crazy it. hating on him for that look, stuff, man. Look, look, it, look. The game, MB, you know, the game itself is fun. I mean, he's not like bashing. He's not bashing guys, calling them trash or dirt. He's having fun. Um, and and look, Cam, Cam, kind of in the, is in the same realm where he's just out there having fun. And people are going to criticize, you know, that and call it, hey, you know, you should be more humble. No, no, no. Look, have fun. Give the give a game ball to you know some random, uh, you know, dying child in the in the stands. You know, get do something crazy. You know, right. you know do, you know do the dab. You know. Yeah, and I, um, and I had seen. I think it was Ryan Clark maybe on ESPN one time, and he was talking about it, and he was also saying like a part of it also is you know people don't understand their culture. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, it's, sometimes right. it's that too. They're not arrogant or they're not, no. you know, doing this. It's just who they are. You know what I mean? Like, and exactly. we're not all going to act the same, you know, some guys win or lose and they act one way and you know, you just got to accept it for what it is. But I don't yeah, think it's not, if it's not negatively affecting anything, why, you know, why make a big, you know, stink about it? Exactly. These, look, these guys aren't robots. <laughs> they, exactly. Human they go out and play great basketball, uh, and sometimes do crazy stuff, dumb stuff. But look, they're, they're humans, you know. You know, at least they're not like Peyton Manning, who's accused of putting his uh, his sack on some woman's head. You know, <laughs> look. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, definitely. People have to understand, man. We all compute, you know, emotions differently. So exactly, you know, let them exactly, have fun, exactly. like you said. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look. I say what if Steph Curry wins, and I, if he wins a, another ring this year, um, and he continues to do what he's been doing for the last two seasons you you got to put him you have to put him in that conversation as one of the best players ever if if he wins another ring and he continues to do what he's been doing i I don't see how you can't put him in that conversation as top five is there anything that curry can do or anybody for that fact matter that that you would ever put anybody above jordan dude um you know that that's it's almost like a sin you know what i mean ever it's like (laughs) I almost feel like I almost feel like I'm cheating on my girlfriend, but when if I say anyone is better than Michael Jordan, yeah, you know, I feel like you feel you feel kind of dirty, like yeah, this guy could be, but it's Jordan, you know. Um, uh, I think what what Curry would have to do is he would have to win at least uh, at least six rings. He and that's that's a that's a tough thing to do in this NBA. Yeah, because he's putting of, he's putting the numbers up. He's just got to get the rings and back it up. You know. Exactly, exactly. But it's possible. Like, you know, I mean, we'll see. 
It's, it's possible. I, I think if he, if he gets if he gets the rings, I, I think you could make the argument. And he also has to continue to put up the numbers consistently. I think you could make the argument five 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 years from now, six years from now that he's better than Jordan. But again, that's that's a long road to go. Yeah, it's a bold statement. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I and I you know whoever's the first guy to say it, man, <laughs> in public, <laughs> you, you watch out because <laughs> he's not going to get received what, well. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to be careful where you actually say that because you know you can say that around you know the wrong crowd and that that could end up uh, you know you could end up getting washed you know just very easily with a bunch of Jordan fans uh, you know so so yeah. Absolutely. So we were speaking about, you know, Steph Curry and Cam Newton and these guys that are having fun. Um, two guys that didn't have fun last year in uh, the NFL, uh, Colin Kaepernick and RG3. Um, uh, two two rough seasons, right? So yeah, is it, yeah. a lot of people are talking about Kirk Cousins right now and Sam Bradford right now. But I, yeah. I don't care about that right now. What I want to talk about is these two because obviously Colin Kaepernick is still a 49er at the moment. Um, some say people are saying these resources were saying he requested a trade. Um, yeah, if he yeah. stays with the 49ers, do you think he could flourish in Chip Kelly's offense? Obviously, we're both fantasy guys. Do you think yeah. if he's with the 49ers come, you know, draft time, do you think he's a guy that you can draft late in a draft and just kind of roll the dice on and hope that maybe somehow this guy's career is revived with Chip Kelly? I, I think I think so. I think the talent is still there. The athletic ability is still there. What we saw two or three years ago. Uh, from Colin Kaepernick when he when he almost won the Super almost you know you know took his team to the Super Bowl almost won the Super Bowl etc. Uh, what we saw from that Colin Kaepernick is still there. It, everything is still there. The only thing that's changed is the pieces around the pieces and the coaches around him. Yeah. Um, so I think if you bring a guy like Chip Kelly uh, in uh, and he tailors the offense to the strengths of uh, Colin Kaepernick, which I think it's a good fit. I, you know, all the indications of what he did, you know, in um, at Oregon, what he did in Philadelphia, I think it's a good fit. Um, and I think that, you know, Colin Kaepernick's the kind of guy that he could win you your fantasy league. Will I will I draft Colin Kaepernick? No. <laughs> Definitely not no. to be your number one, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, I mean honest, and, you know, honestly, to be honest with you, um, I probably would – this is just my own draft strategy – I probably would stay away from a guy like Colin Cowan because there's so much depth at fantasy quarterback that there's no reason to draft. Right. Colin unless Cowan. you're in like a two QB league or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you literally have, you know, QB galore, you know, there's right, you know, the, the Eli Mannings of the world, the, the Tannehills of the world. I, I'd much rather have uh, one of those guys versus Colin. Yeah, and although he has this skill set, like you said, we've seen it, you know, on display a few years ago. You still gotta yeah. wonder if he's like broken mentally, you know, where yeah, if right, that's kind right. of an issue. Um, I, I've seen, I've even seen uh, Crabtree from the Oakland Raiders, and they they mentioned him on an interview or something, and he like he dodged the question. You know what I mean, he's like, oh, I just hope his head's in the playbooks. You know what I mean, as if like maybe he's not studying the game enough, not taking it seriously <laughs> enough. But you know, with, so with him, it could be just you know confidence and and whatnot. RG three is a whole different thing. Um, oh, you, so oh. okay. So he obviously was buried on the bench. Cousins had, you know, performed well enough to be the starter and now probably going to get a franchise tag in Washington. Where where do you think RG3 or where should he end up maybe? And if he, wherever he lands, do you think he's a Uh, starter? Um, so, so that, that's, that, that is a great question. I think a a guy like RG3, um, 
I am not sure if RG3 is a starter. I mean, and where he's going to end up, I think that's a, that's an even better question because a guy like RG3 is only going to want to go to a team where he thinks he will be a starter. Right. In his mind, in his mind, RG3 believes he is a starter, and he's not going to go to a team uh, where he doesn't believe. Like honestly, I think RG3 would fit so well in um, Carolina as a backup to Cam Newton. You know, okay. you think about think about what he could do with his legs. He could do with his arm. Um, in that, in that system, dude, he would be dangerous, but I don't think he goes because he, he doesn't think he's a backup. Right. So, so, you, so you, so you think that RG street or, or excuse me, RG three should change his mentality and, 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 and go to be a backup quarterback and kind of make a career out of it. Cause I mean, a lot of guys have, a lot of guys have been career backups and, you know, filled well, in when needed and made tons of money. You know what I mean? And yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's definitely nothing wrong. I, you know, I don't think, so here's the thing. I don't think, I don't think he should be. I don't think he should become a career backup quarterback, but I think he should take a chance in going to a team okay. and, and being a backup with the opportunity, if it comes up, to get in there and play. Um, so maybe now, sign a small deal, one-year deal somewhere? or Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe sign a one-year deal um, with a team where you think the offense is right. Kind of like kind of like what, what um, Tyrod Taylor did with Buffalo, right? Right. Tyrod Taylor, I love his game. I think now – out of the out of out of the black quarterbacks that are out there, and I say black quarterbacks because I'm always I'm a big proponent of uh, black quarterbacks doing good in the NFL, kind of breaking the mold. Right, of course. Um, um, now, out of all the quarterbacks out there, I want I, you know Tyrod Taylor to me, he's the most intriguing because you look at what he did in his first full season as a starter. He looked great. He looked great. Now, I think year two. He's the guy that everyone should be looking at to draft as a as a as a um, as a as a deep uh, a deep flyer. You know, like in the in that eighth or ninth round when all the quarterbacks are gone. Right. If you can get if you can get a guy like um, a guy like Tyrod Taylor, uh, that offense is going to improve. They're going to get some more some more wide receiver help. Sammy, Sammy Watkins. That kid is number one. He's yeah, a number he, one. Yeah, he's a monster. And I mean, and Taylor was doing great until he got hurt. You know what I mean? He was, yeah, he, he was exactly. tearing it up for some teams. Exactly. He was carrying them. He was, I, I, I mean, I know some teams in my leagues where, you know, they may not have been the greatest team at the moment, but Taylor was carrying them, man. He was, he was yeah, balling out, yeah. you know, for, for a little yeah. stint there. So, yeah. So if, so if, if you're looking for that, that's, that, uh, that's, that, you know, that, that guy that's going to fly underneath the radar for this coming, upcoming fantasy season, watch, keep an eye on Tyrod. But the, the point, the point I was trying to make before is, Tyrod went to Buffalo without – I don't think he had a guarantee that he was going to be the, the starter. Because remember, Matt Castle was there. Um, I think there was uh, – uh, who's the other uh, quarterback? The Emmanuel. E.J. Manuel. Um, yeah, E.J. Manuel, exactly. So he went in there competing for the job with the, with the, 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 with the assumption that, he look, he could, be, he could be the backup. Right. Um, and he went in there and won the job. So a guy like RG3, that's the mentality that I think he needs to have. He needs to prove that he's a starting quarterback <clears throat> in the NFL because the last couple of seasons, I mean, uh, between getting banged up and, you know, doing silly things out there on the field, you know, it looks like he's regressed. And, you know, I think he just needs to, to take a step back and evaluate, you know, what what he needs to do. Yeah, and, if anything, uh, it's definitely not in uh, Washington because Cousins about to yeah. get paid. 
about to get paid. Yeah, he, he's about to get paid. <laughs> he likes that. He likes that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that? So it's so yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. I mean, yeah. I know you know football season's still a little bit away, but I can't help but you know bring it up and talk about it because there's so much different stuff in the off season, which uh, you know are just as fun as the regular season. You know what I mean? To get into. Dude, so so it's an interesting life. yeah it's football an interesting life, thing it's life i love i love i love football i'm a, I'm a huge giants fan obviously i'm here in new york um, so you're all new york everything oh uh, yeah 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 I'm, I'm i'm new york everything man you, you look at uh the walls of my house are orange you know nick orange <laughs> <laughs> you look <laughs> you look at uh you know you look at over my fireplace i have my uh my eli manning uh photos oh, uh, i have my uh, super bowl shrines so um, I mean, honestly, look, the, the Giants, with Eli Manning as quarterback, they could never make the playoffs again with Eli as quarterback, and I would be happy because in my lifetime, I've watched Eli bring us two rings. Right, right. So, whereas some fans, and what, what uh, do you have a favorite football team? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Raider fan, so again, oh, I, I had it rough, man, as a sports fan these last uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> 10 years. Dude. How the, how the heck did you become a Raider fan? It was just, I, like, I don't know, completely random. As a kid, I just, I don't know, I guess it was like the rebel attitude and everything. So as a kid, oh. I just like kind of stuck with them, you know? So like, oh, as far God. as sports go, my Mets fan, because my dad, well, we were from New York. So we were, I was, I moved oh, here when God. I was three, but my dad's obviously a diehard Mets fan. So I'm a yeah. Mets fan in baseball and basketball, oh. Orlando Magic, because we moved to Florida. So I guess it just kind of stuck with me. But somewhere along yeah. the line, the Raiders just slipped themselves in and i've been diehard ever since but <laughs> as you can hear all those three teams i've been having a rough sports life as a fan man man dude that is I, that's I'm a trifecta sure. if there's ever a trifecta that, that's that, it <laughs> that is uh that is although the mets are not the mets are i mean recently I guess, oh yeah recently uh, recently things have changed <laughs> now they, they do they do their um spring training down where you're at now yeah yeah well they do it in port st Lucie. it's actually like 45 minutes from here i used to live in port st Lucie like for a long time and you know the the, the, the spring training is there and then of course they have their own farm system that plays their year round yeah. you know other and yeah, at the yeah. other times of the year so it's fun you know in port st Lucie, obviously being a mets fan but um yeah so they're, so they're down here right now did you go to university uh down there or did you go anywhere else or no 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 i just just port st lucy pretty much i pretty much lived in port st lucy my whole okay so i moved from new york when i was three lived there uh-huh. till i was about 18 and then moved to west palm when i was like 19 20 somewhere around there and just pretty much started from there so got that's it, how it's been it. so not yeah, too many okay. different places okay all right so you're you're a florida dude florida yeah dude. yeah florida <laughs> dude at this point you know only three years in new york can't consider myself a new yorker <laughs> yeah so, so dude it's not too late man you could uh you could you could become a, a tampa bay buccaneer uh or you could become a uh uh jacksonville jaguar before they moved to london what yeah or, <laughs> we're a miami <laughs> dolphin fan but you know oh yeah, yeah or a dolphin not you crazy dolphin about those fan. guys man not crazy about any of the teams that you just mentioned <laughs> <laughs> so it was, what, what's the, what's the rules on, on fandom? Are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to say, you know what, uh, I've been here long enough and I can switch to one of these teams? Well, what's the well rules when you're in that? Florida, you can do whatever you want because nobody <laughs> is a fan of anything unless they're winning. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So you're a Heat fan when LeBron's here. All of a sudden, you don't care about the Heat no more. You know, you're a Dolphin <laughs> fan when Marino's here. Otherwise, you're like, eh, they're all right. You know, so you just kind of bounce around and choose what you want to do at the time. Because, again, not everyone's from here. They kind of come down here, you know, Some for vacation or they move down here after 20 years of living somewhere else. So yeah, yeah. it's a mixed group. So it's easy to just slide in and out of, out of fans or whatever you want to be a fan of. Okay. All right. So it's interesting. Dude, look, but I, look, I stick to my teams, 
you know. I Neil, mean, I won't, I won't judge you, man. If you become a uh, a dolphin fan, no, you know, man, I will judge me. I will judge me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not okay. Yeah, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> Back to um on DFS for a second. Uh, Mark Cuban, you know, obviously everyone knows, or for most part, people know that he's invested kind of heavily in um the tech side of things for daily uh, fantasy sports. It seems, and so yeah, recently yeah. I've seen comments from him where you know he said that it's no threat anymore to losing it. You know, as far as there was a kind of a panic going on for a while where everyone thought, Uh, you know, it's going to be gone. They're going to, you know, ban it except for Vegas or whatever the case may be. And now it seems like it's almost, you know, flipping sides. And of course, I don't know, you know, with the presidential race going on, everything, if that's going to affect it in any way, you know, if that changes kind of. So so here's here's a a crazy thing about um, about the presidential race. I honestly think the best two presidential candidates for DFS would be Donald Trump and Chris Christie. But wow. obviously, Chris Christie's out now. But Donald Trump, think about it, right? Donald Trump is the kind of guy that understands, hey, betting and gambling is okay. It's not taboo. You know right. what I mean? So, um, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah, he's all about, obviously, our country making money. So, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so so it's so it's it's cool that it's flipped back around kind of, you know, to see people start supporting it more, bigger guys, you know, people with money, big big millionaires and stuff supporting it. So, you feel like once money gets behind it like that, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. But just, just so for the fact that we think it's here to stay and obviously it continues to grow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, you guys have brought, a, you know, a new platform to it. Um, where do you, yeah. where do you see it? going from here like can it can it continue Uh, obviously the fans will continue to grow and the and the and the people will continue to do this but do you see it going to another level like in any kind of way like uh, from where we're at now yeah i think i think where fantasy um where dfs is where dfs is at the moment i think it's actually (laughs) i think it's actually um it's still in the early stages i mean it feels like it's been around for a while but really uh fanduel it's only been around since like 2009. Um, DraftKings, they just recently came around in like 2012, I think. Um, so, so it's still in its both, infancy. It's still like a toddler. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. They're, they're, you know, they're they're, they're they're at the moment they're determined toddlers. Uh, you know, to try to get to that uh, that plate of food um, that's still out there. You know, all these all these, uh, you know, these fantasy users um, who are just, who are interested in DFS. Um, but again, I think, I think it's, it's in the early stages. And I think it, I think it's going to take a, the numbers, the numbers are going to show that this year and maybe next year, it's going to take a small hit because of all the bad press, uh, because of what's happening um, with some of the other uh, fantasy, for, for, for some of the other non DraftKing Fandles, right? Those guys are having issues um, because of you know uh, all the negative press. People, um, people are worried whether you know how how cre- you know how you know how much can they trust them, right? So exactly, exactly, exactly. Like people, like people, like there was one company that just went out of business. Um, uh, I don't know. I think it's called like Fantasy Hub or something like that. Um, I can't remember the name, but you know they went out of business and you know you know, people were just worried, like, oh, you know, am I going to get my money back or those kind of things? But again, you know, the the companies that are going to be able to withstand, I think, this whole barrage from, like, you know, the government and the negative press, I think they're going to come out stronger. Um, and also, I think the, the best part about this whole thing is that um, 
regulations will come forward. So, you know, so that, you know, these governments can get their up cut. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the big thing. I think the, the governments, they just want to get their cut. They just yeah. want to get their, their piece of the pie. You know, they want to get their bellies rubbed a little bit. Um, and uh, like they always I think, do. Exactly. Exactly. And, and once that happens, I think that's when you'll see the industry go back to the boom because, you know, it, it was booming. Right. Because you saw all the average all, all the advertisements on, you know, uh, at the beginning of football, then things kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, everybody now, decided to lay low a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody's trying to lay low and kind of see, you know, what what the regulations come out to be. You know, which states are going to be able to part, you know, participate, etc. Um, but once that happens, oh yeah, they, these guys are going to put put the the pedal to the metal. You know, and they're going to go back full throttle. Yeah, because um, everybody looks at, of course, dollar signs and that you know money is yeah. being spent and everything. But you gotta look at the, the 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 other aspects of this. I mean, like 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 we mentioned earlier, you know, it's about playing with your friends. You know, betting your yes. friends. Um, you got offices, whole offices do this stuff. You know, exactly. um, so it really exactly. brings people together. It gives us something to talk about and do. Um, yeah. and so I feel like man, it'd be a shame if it went away. But again, so, you know, I feel like it's no way. There's just so much strength behind it. And now you see people, you know, a lot of women, which who weren't, you know, um, predominantly sports uh fantasy sports fans at least you know they're getting into it um younger and younger people are getting into it older people get into it so it's just you know it it brings so much to the table so i just i'm happy to see guys like mark cuban and you know you know guys get behind it like that because you know i think it brings so much value to us you know and and, you know and here and here's the crazy thing neil like it's wild because um look the, the governments are, you know, they're going after fantasy sports or DFS, but what about the lotto? What about, what about <laughs> yep. cigarettes? What about, I mean, what about all these other things that people are dying from, or, you know, people are getting, that's causing cancer or, you know, people are the chances of them actually winning any money. It, it, it's almost the same as getting struck by lightning. Right. Like, you, you know, you're like, come on, you want to, you want to protect people. Um, there, there's and, other places to, to use our resources, yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, like the the guy in New York, um, the, the Attorney General Eric Schneiderman, right? We I've been following this, obviously. Um, he came out and said, "Look, you know, we we want to protect, we want to protect the, the 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 users. We want to protect New Yorkers from what are you protecting them from? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what is the uh, is is FanDuel and DraftKings?" Are they like the predator? Are they some kind of like, you know, some kind of deviant? Right. And, and this all really sprung from that one incident, right? Where the guy that worked there won, that kind of really yeah, pushed it kinda, in. Yeah, that kind of pushed it out into the light. But here's, here's the thing. And, and actually, this is one of the things I love about No Halftime. Um, what what you look at with um, FanDuel and DraftKings, right? Only like the top 10 or 15% actually win any money from those competitions, right? Right. Um, with us, with us, anyone, anyone can win. Anyone can win because because you're not you're not competing against the world. You're competing against one other person to say you know you don't have to finish in the top five of some co- or some contest. Right, and like not even Draft- that. You know, when when you talk about exactly. DraftKings and, and FanDuel, and again, I'm not trying to interrupt you. And and, and of course, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, and, no. and of course, 
they have their lanes. There's no, we're not knocking yeah. them in any way. But yeah, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you play in those um, leagues and contests, you're playing against guys who are like using computers and all yeah, kinds of algorithms yeah. and you know <laughs> all these for all these things to to beat you. Um, and, and they're and, and they're playing a system basically, you know. But in exactly, no halftime, exactly. again, you're just player versus player. It keeps it very simple, exactly. you know. And I, and I know people personally who have told me, oh, you know, this app is great. I just recently got it. And, and I know people who have won, you know, they started with the original, you know, $10 they deposited, whatever. And they're already like $100 in, you know, Dude, made, made $100. And they, and they just joined it. You know what I mean? There's not like there's no learning curve. There's no, yeah, you know, nothing exactly. you have to figure out or guys that are ahead of you or advanced to you. You know, it's, there's, it's, there's yeah, no learning curve in it. Exactly. Um, and, and again, like the, 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 the cool thing and actually – I'm actually a bit sad because uh, I took a challenge last night. I lost like 75 bucks. It was, oh, a, it was a, some, yeah, somebody created a um, someone created a Demarcus Cousins versus LeBron, and I was and I, you took I Cousins was, right because you hate LeBron. No, 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 actually, I, I took no, I took LeBron. Oh, I took okay. LeBron. Yeah, and cousins, cousins ended up winning. So I took the uh, the LeBron side, and so the guy that the guy that created it. He um he's now seventy five bucks uh, richer. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the crazy thing is you know it it kind of comes down to you know just that one night that one moment you know yeah. that guy that you know someone really believes in him you know what I mean and you're like there's no way this is gonna happen and then it happens you know you don't need all these other things to fall into place just that one guy you know exactly. just the one dude and, and, and I gotta tell you some of the, some of the things that we're we're gonna add uh to the app it's only gonna it's only going to um it's only going to expand that experience um you know we've we've gotten we've gotten such great feedback from like all of our users uh a lot of it pretty much all of it positive and also things that they want to see in it like we're gonna add um real-time uh real-time scoring so that you can now open up the app and see how your player is doing in real time against you know the other guy um, we're also going to add, uh, you know, we're also going to add, uh, the, uh, actual, some statistics mm-hmm. so that when you look at the challenge, you can see how the player is doing from previous weeks. Okay. Right? So, so that'll be really useful. Yeah. That way you kind of get yeah. the, the latest news on them, the latest stats exactly, on them. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you can, so you can make a more informed and educated decision about, you know, do you want to accept the challenge or not? Um, dude, I, I gotta tell you, man, what, what we're going to be building this what what you're seeing right now man this this is only the only the beginning and, and that's gonna, what i was going to ask you you know you kind of already alluded to it but i was going to ask yeah. you you know without giving away any big secrets you know what kind of <laughs> things that you know a sneak peek uh, of what you guys are looking forward to uh, uh yeah so 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 yeah like like i mentioned uh we're actually we're we've just um we just reached an agreement with uh, a new uh sports feed provider so we're okay. going to get real time data in the app uh, so that that's something that um, right now us and your listeners uh, you know know about. Um, you know, we're gonna add real time real time data to the app. We're gonna add more we're gonna add more statistics to the app. We're also gonna improve um, the the time that the challenges are resulted because there's you know right now the system and the feed that we get you know it, it, it there is a, a little bit of a delay so we want right. to improve that so that users can get their money quicker. And that they can, you know, once they get it quicker, then they could either take it or then they can or create another challenge or accept another challenge. Right. Um, we're also going to improve uh, the the leagues. What we want to do is we want to we want to kind of make it more of a community. Um, we want to make it so that you can go in there and maybe see the top the top 
no halftime users. Oh, that'd be know? very cool. Yeah, so you could, so you could see the no the the top no halftime users and see that the you know what challenges that you know that uh, they've created or maybe even invite them to a challenge. You know, because hey, these guys are active, obviously, so you could send them a challenge and maybe they might take it. Yeah, um, and, and if and if you see that guy at the top, he got he's got a target on his back. You know, you're like, I want to beat exactly, that guy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let me take a small chunk of his winnings from him. Exactly, exactly. Um, the the other thing we're go- we're also going to add, um, we're also going to add um, uh, favorites a favorites notification. Um, so like you can basically you can say you know hey uh, you know Eli Manning is my favorite player. So whenever someone creates a challenge that involves Eli Manning uh, or LeBron or whoever, you'll get a push notification. Oh wow, uh, that's a game changer. Today. I like that. Yeah, so 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 you so you could say you know when someone creates that challenge, boom, you know you can get in there, and make sure you get it quick before someone else scoops it up. That's um, very cool. So you guys got so, a lot of big stuff in the works here. I know you uh, guys don't have an Android version yet, but you're coming with that as well. We are, yes, yes, dude. I gotta tell you, man, that that is probably the next biggest thing that people want to know. Where's the Android? Exactly. Um, and and I can tell you that we plan on delivering the Android, uh, prior to. The start of season, so the uh, MLB season. So, okay. um, so before April second, um, April third, we will have an Android version. Perfect. So, so Android users be, get to look forward to yes, that. Yes, they can rejoice. We're going to have it. Um, and I mean, and honestly, once we get once we get Android users, that that that's going to be crazy. Because remember, the system is all about you know users creating challenges and then other people uh, accepting the challenges, etc. So. If we get more people in there, the, the, the number of challenges just—it's just, it, just going to be—it's just going to increase. You're right. going to get some great challenges, and dude, yeah, that's what, that's one of my favorite things when I create a challenge and then I get like the email alert. You know, your challenge has been accepted. <laughs> like I get all amped up yeah. about it. Like I just wait for it to come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that part of it. One thing I do want to know is: Are you guys ever going to have like MMA on there, like UFC or oh. anything? Oh, I'm a huge UFC fan and mixed martial arts dude. fan, so I just wanted to see if that's yeah. at all in the in the works. So you know you're you're actually the the second person, third person in the last two days to ask you that question. Uh, we are actually in uh, negotiations with another feed provider um, okay. to get MMA into the app. Nice. So that's actually so it's, it's in the works. It's in the works. I'm actually working on um, drafting up the scoring system. Um, you know how you know how it's going to work with uh, regards to fantasy. Um, but yeah, dude, it's uh, MMA. We'll be there. The only tricky part to the only tricky part to it is with fantasy, uh, with uh, UEGA, which is the Unlawful Internet Gaming Enforcement Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're bound to certain things in the app. Like for example, uh, with UEGA, uh, if it's fantasy, you can't have two players in the same event. So MMA, uh, obviously, you know, you got guys in the same event. So what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to structure it so that it's guys. From different events, so it's not going to be, you know, the two guys going head to head in the same event. So that's the only part that's going to be um, a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be ideal, but it's going to be something that we can offer for MMA. Um, we we do plan uh, at launching uh, a European version uh, of the app because mm-hmm. the rules over there are a lot looser. Right. So so we will. So if you ever go to Europe. And you want to, you can get the app, you know, you take a trip over there and uh, you can get the European version of the app and uh, you can, uh, you can do 
MMA, um, you know, with players in the same match. So, so yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get it, man. I, I, dude, what you're seeing now, it's, it's only the beginning. It's only the be- we Remember, we've only been around since October uh, 17th of wow. last year. Yeah. So you guys have so, grown a lot since then. You've done, you know, yeah. great strides since then. And like you said, man, you just like got me all excited now. All these crazy <laughs> ideas and stuff that you guys are coming out with, oh, like dude, it just sounds man, like it. so much more, so much more stuff, man. Like you said, the lifetime stats and everything. It just sounds exciting yeah. that what's coming down the pipeline, you know. Dude, we, we live, we live, breathe. I live, breathe, and sleep right now. Fantasy and no halftime. Like this is, this is, this is our baby. Like we love. I play, I play in the app. I don't know about people, you know, in these other companies or whatever, but I play in the app. So I find myself going through and creating challenges, accepting challenges. I love it. I love it. And I want, I want, I, I think that, um, and I believe other, you know, users such as yourself, they're going to love the app too, man. They, they yeah, I mean, I, I already love it. Like I said, we, you know, you guys have been, yeah. uh, you know, you guys are, are, are our first official sponsor and, you know, <laughs> since sponsoring us, you know, a lot of the people have, you know, hit me up or commented about it. And they, like I said, people have already, you know, out there winning money and they love it, you know, so yeah, yeah. nothing but positive feedback for it. And, you know, like you yeah. said, the sky's the limit as far as, you know, where it goes. Um, yeah. So and, and, and before I let you go, because I know we're, we're creeping up on an hour here. Do you have any for the for the clock dodger listeners? Because I always look out for my fellow clock dodgers. Do you have any strategies or any um, whether it's to get challenges accepted more or to, you know, uh, to, to yeah. try to win. Do you have any personal tip that you can, any, you know, secret that you can give out to our listeners for, I do actually, I do. So give them an advantage. What, <laughs> what I like to do, what I like to do, um, to get my challenges accepted. Uh, I like to look at, uh, some of the, the big name players, some of the guys who are, um, you know, big names, people recognize their names. And I like to look at the matchups, who they're going against and and how they've done, right? Because your history is usually a good prediction of your you know your future to come, right? right? So I like to look at guys, you know, you know whether it be how has LeBron played against uh, you know the Warriors or how has LeBron played against uh, the Miami Heat or you know or how you know how has he played against teams he might have he might have struggled against in the past for whatever reason, and then I like to create challenges. Um, where, you know, I pick one guy who I think is going to do better than LeBron, and I put LeBron on the other side for someone to, you know, if they think he's going to do better. Right. So so, um, so you, so you're you saying you take the, the guy with the big name, the flashy guy, and you put him for your, you give him to your opponent on a day where you feel like he may have an off night. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so, exactly. And, and so the name catches the eye, of course, and they're like, oh, exactly. LeBron, I'll take anybody, yeah. you know, LeBron versus anybody. Exactly. Exactly. I'll take, I'll take LeBron over anybody. But you look at you look at you you gotta you always gotta look at the matchup and see who you know who is who is Steph Curry playing tonight? Are they gonna blow him out? And if you think he's gonna blow him out, he may not even play the fourth quarter. So he may only score like twenty eight points because he he's not gonna play an entire quarter. Um, so those things you gotta look at the matchups and always try to kind of put a big name um, for the other guy to kind of you know for him to take that side. Uh, we can, again, you're going through these challenges. If you see a guy, if you see Steph Curry, you're going to look, you're going to look twice at it. Yeah, exactly. No matter who he's, who, no matter who he's facing, you're going to, you can't exactly. help it. Exactly. You can't help but look who, who is he going against? Um, and then obviously y- y- you got to look at who you think is going to do better than that guy. Um, and then pick, you know, pick the right matchup. But I think to get it, to get your challenge accepted, 
you always want to, you know, try to find the big name and who's going to do better than that big name. And then that's the, that's the matchup that you want to create. Um, I've, I've, I think I've had pretty, a lot of good success from, you know, taking that approach, um, um, you know, with, again, that, and that kind of works for accepting challenges, right? You know, you just, you know, just take a look at the matchups and right. see, you know, what's the, who, who are they playing? Um, and, uh, you know, how they've been doing the last few games. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, kind of, kind of go from there. Well, there you go. Uh, there you go, guys. A secret, you know, a little tip there, a strategy tip from, <laughs> from, from someone straight for no halftime. And actually hey, that, you, 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 you gave me another question. I said that was my last question, but me, uh, you, you kind of gave me another question there. Is, is Steph Curry unplayable, you know, un, 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 you know, someone that you cannot go up against in no halftime at this point? I mean, is there any, is there no. any time where you feel like you see Steph Curry for your opponent and you're like, I'm taking that. Uh, dude, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, um, Steph Curry, because he and he is not, uh, he is not what people think he is. Not every night, at least. <laughs> but there, there. Look, you put a guy like Steph Curry. Um, uh, you go up against a guy like Steph Curry. If if the Warriors are playing, don't, and, and hopefully you're not offended, they're playing the Orlando Magic. They're probably gonna blow him out. They're probably gonna blow him out. Um, they may play them tough, you know, maybe the first quarter or so, but by the fourth quarter, Golden State will, will be up by like 15, 20 points, etc. So Steph Curry's not going to play. So, so a guy like Steph Curry is this—he's deceptive because you know he's—he is. So if I if I choose a guy like you know Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant and I put him against you know Steph Curry. There's a chance that you know those guys will beat him because Steph Curry may not play in the fourth quarter. So this he's he's definitely someone who you should not be afraid to uh, take the challenge against. So if so if the person creates a challenge and they think Steph Curry's going to do better than player X, so I would actually so he may be one of those guys that you put out there to get your challenge accepted. Then like you were talking about exactly. earlier, he's one of those guys who exactly. are a little misleading. Exactly, exactly. So he's the guy that you're going to see. Uh, on the right side of the challenge card because and I'm going to pick some other guy on the left side because I think that guy is going to do better uh, than this misleading Steph Curry uh, player. Uh, don't get me wrong. Steph Curry is a beast, but fantasy-wise... There's other you know, variables that besides... Exactly. You know what exactly, he does. Exactly. Exactly. So he's not, he's not unplayable uh, if you're going against him. Uh, so I, I definitely, definitely want to look twice uh, at those challenges, man, and you know, don't be afraid to go against Steph Curry. Okay, don't be, cool. Don't be Very cool, man. Yeah, because I, I see him sometimes, and I'm like, man, I don't know. This is a bad, <laughs> bad, bad mojo to play against this one. But you know, like you said, yes, you know, it's definitely winnable. So, man, this has been yeah. a great conversation. You know, I, I really yeah. appreciate you coming on. It's been a ton of fun. I'm sure you know our listeners got tons of insight as far as you no know, halftime itself. You know, and just yeah. you know, you're obviously well versed in sports in general. So, um, it's been great. Is there anything that you want to say before you go? Any shout outs or anything? Any uh, message to anybody yeah. or? Yeah, I want to send a shout out to uh, my family, my mother. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, if folks want to, they can follow us on Twitter. Um, and halftime uh, is our 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 our, our user handle. Um, we're also uh, you can also check us out uh, nohalftime.com. Uh, obviously, uh, you know check check. Uh, Check uh, check us out. We're gonna have the Android app uh, before before the start of the MLB. Um, yeah, and also, if guys have uh, challenges that they want to send, 
they can they can invite me to them. My my username is uh, nixwin95. So uh, so yeah, um, you can definitely send me send me a challenge, um, and uh, yeah, I'll take a look at it. Maybe maybe I might accept it. So, <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah. So I did. Pin, All pin, that pin him that, against the Knicks, guys. Put Knicks. Give, 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 give him yeah. the Nick. He can't turn exactly. it down. Give, 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 put, put me against the Knicks, uh, a, a Nick player, and uh, you know I might accept it. So. <laughs> well, again, man, you know I want to thank you for coming on, and of course, you know thank everybody at No Halftime. It's been you know great working with you guys, and um, again, yeah. you know hopefully, hopefully you come on again. You know hopefully this isn't the oh, last yeah. time they yeah. get to hear from you. This is fun. Yeah, this is fun, man. Let me know. Let me know whenever you want me to come back. I'm I'm, I'm open, man. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was good talking to you, Bruce, and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. All right, Neil. Take care. No problem. Later. Later.